Hello and welcome to the T's and C's podcast. My name is Tasha Duffy and I'm Christine Barnes. We're all guilty of sending podcast-length voice notes of our day-to-day ups and downs of life, so we decided to share them with you. In this week's episode, we have the fabulous Amy Collins of My Big Legs and Me. She speaks about her struggles with lipedema and how she figured out about the condition she has through watching the popular reality TV show Love Island. This girl had us laughing from start to finish. We hope you enjoy. Fancy a cuppa? Right, let's pop the kettle on. Welcome, Amy. Welcome. Oh my God, it's gas I'm even here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was all, I was telling everyone I'm walking all I'm going on a podcast. I was like, I can't believe people actually want to listen to me. Yeah, of course. No, I love talking. Like, I, this know, is I know. That's why I said to Tasha, I was like, we're not even going to have to do anything. She's going to talk the whole time. Brand new. She's <laughs> off to hear No, I actually don't stop like so. Then I was just, oh, this is gas. Brilliant, even better. <laughs> so we met a couple of years ago. Yeah. On a random hen of someone that I had never even met before. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? They're always yeah. the best ones. Always the, I, we had the best time, didn't we? Yeah, we did actually. It was so were. fun. So then I seen you put up this story and I was like, no way. That's not something. So can you go and like kind of tell us about like what lipedema is, how you found out about it, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so I suppose lipedema is a fat disorder. Um, however, the fat is completely different to regular fat. So any fat that you would have on your body, on your tummy, thighs, it tends to be really soft and squidgy. And of course, if you eat well, exercise, etc., it'll come off you. Yeah. Calorie deficit, everybody's talking about it these days. Yeah. Um, however, with lipedema, the issue is, is that it's a completely different type of fat and it actually cannot be lost to diet or exercise. Okay. Um, and it also will collect in very different ways. So it would be rare that you'd have it on your stomach. Um, you could have it on your calves, thighs. Some people would have it on their bum, on their upper arms, and it can affect, it usually affects all of your limbs, whereas there is a disease that most people would know about called lymphedema uh, it's much more well known and that would be where inflammation and fat and fluid would affect usually one limb so it's very obvious okay um, whereas this disease it's not as obvious I suppose until you really start uh, moving through the stages of it but it is a progressive disease so yeah while you can start out where you wouldn't even know someone had it they will naturally progress through their life to you know later stages where it is very noticeable but actually Unfortunately, due to misinformation and lack of education, uh, it's often diagnosed as obesity. And women are like told, like, you're fat, <laughs> go lose weight. But the thing is, they actually can't. Like, okay. can't. <laughs> That's, That's crazy, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So how um, how did you come about it? Like, how did you realise this is what you had? Well, I suppose, right, so I always had kind of like bigger calves, yeah. Um, but when I was moving into my adolescence, uh, my legs just started like really getting bigger, right? But to the point where I couldn't even pull up my school socks. Like it was actually scarlet, like so embarrassing, right? My teachers and I used to like pull up your socks and like, how do you be like, I can't, oh, I can't right? Oh so God. embarrassing, right? So, but I did carry weight anyways, right? As a teenager. Yeah. But then I actually lost loads of weight and yet my legs not still stay big, right? But I also always had a huge arse, right? And like, we know it's trendy now. Here, and all, here, right? yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> But like, I had that before it was a thing. <laughs> No, I swear. No, no I, I did. did. Yeah. <laughs> right, no, and fellas used to call me fat arse not, and then they were in my DMs and all, I was like, <laughs> no. Right? So, like, it was, like, a thing. But I was just always, like, a bit chunkier or something, like, yeah. in the lower half, right? And, like, I used to, like, pure tell people, like, lied and all. It was like, I'm actually a bit, like, Hispanic. Like, no, I'm not. Like, I just didn't know what to do I'm with it. Cuban or something. Yeah, no, I swear to God, right? So, anyways, I went on for years doing this. But I actually went on the contraceptive pill. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, girls. Oh, I was like 10 to Tessie. Stop. I took this and I piled on the way. Turns out it's like the worst thing you can do for lipedema. But obviously I didn't know I had it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so lipedema as a disease, yeah, you can see it in kind of girls hitting puberty. So about 10 starting to go in. Okay. But it really will come on when the body, when hormones change in the body. So when you hit puberty, when you get your period, uh, going on the contraceptive pill or pregnancy. So it can happen at any of these times. Um, so I obviously put on a good bit of weight. But like when I say my weight just like went to my ass, my thighs and my calves, like and my arms, like it just was not going out. I like, oh, I had such a lovely little face and yeah. a little waist. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, and I just, I don't know. I just knew something was off that it wasn't just like being overweight. 
Um, so like I was like the queen of Slimming World for I don't know how long, right? I was listening to your last episode and everything she was saying, I was like, girl, I was there. Yeah. That was me. Like I just did it for years. I tried everything, went to a private dietitian, like, and I give things a go and it just didn't seem. And did you go to the doctor? Yeah, I went to the doctor. And what were they telling he you? He basically was like, you're fat, like, like Amy, this is a high BMI. And I'm like, but clearly, like, but I need your help with this. Yeah. Like, I was trying to advocate for myself. So I ended up doing, like, like, I'm eating well. Swear to God. Yeah. I was like, do you know how many lettuce leaves have gone past these lips? (laughs) And he just, like, was not taking me seriously, like, at all. But anyways, went off and did my own research because I'm a big, I suppose, advocate for needing to advocate for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, went off, did my own research. And, like, you don't know me, right? But I am the perfect person that will go and make myself a little list and show up to the doctor and say, we need to talk because I have some questions and you need to be able to That's what we need, though. More people need to be like that, Amy. So after I did all this research, I started seeing, particularly on social media, girls that looked like me. And I was like, like, she doesn't look fat. But then I was like, her legs are clearly, like, disproportionate. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, she looks like me. She looks like me. And then Love Island came on. Yeah, do you remember Shauna Phillips? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That young one, everyone was slating her, yeah. saying she had big calves and all. I thought she was gorgeous. But I was like, oh my God, yeah, her calves are disproportionate to the rest of her body. Yeah. And then some doctor came around and was like, diagnosed her when she left Love Island. was like, you have a condition called lipedema. So you should have seen me. I was so fast on Google, right? I was like, oh my God, I have lipedema. Diagnosed myself. No, I swear. Dr. Collins over there. Sorry, I know, right? But weren't they saying when she was on it, she was like the plus size? Oh, they're getting the plus size girls in now. The more more relatable girls and all. Yeah. Sorry, she was so slim. I I, was was so small. They always did that. It really annoyed me as well, actually. Really, really, it's so annoying. And even for her, because I listened to like some of her bits and bobs when obviously she came out as being diagnosed then. And it was like the press that I seen. She's like, I went to a personal trainer for months. She's like, I spent so much money. I looked the best that I thought I could have ever looked. And then I came out and they're all calling me fat legs and fat arse. Yeah. Like, isn't that horrible to, for even people to think that's okay to say that? Of course. Yeah, but it's a lot easier to say when you're not saying it to their face. Yeah. yeah that's Do you know true. what I mean? Like, because even though I was a lot bigger for all that many years, you mm. wouldn't dare say that to my face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it would be a lot easier to say it online. Yeah. So obviously when I saw Shauna Phillips had diagnosed myself decided <laughs> I had this I went with all the information I ended up researching it and stuff and found that Ireland had very little information even when I did find it on the HSC website it had actually only been added to the website a couple of weeks before I found it no so way. I was like oh my god like it was like guidelines um for lipedema care in Ireland so obviously found feck all so I went on to the NHS and actually didn't find too much there but there was more then in the Irish yeah. case. So girls, I went into my GP, right, with my little notebook. And I was like, hey, a duck, right? I think. <laughs> hey, duck. No, so what's up to duck? me again? Sorry, they took my, <laughs> side note, they took my GP card off because I was always gone. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I've never been wrong. <laughs> right? Well, then why did they take it off you? Yeah, I, I think you had the she proof. was showing up every day. No, well, I she swear, had the like, proof. Yeah, like that man was like, I can't actually make proper money yeah. off this girl. I have to claim back. Like, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I went in and was like, Doc, I think I have this condition. And he was like, basically like, oh, what is it now, Amy? And I was like, it's called lipedema. I swear to you. Do you know what that man said to me? He looked me dead in the eyes, right? And he says to me, Amy, no. That is a condition that people get post-cancer treatment. And I was like, Doc, no. <laughs> that is lymphedema. I'm saying lipedema. And he was like, looked at me blank. And I was like, do you want me to spell it? Because like, he needed to look it up. Like, no. Yeah, he'd never heard of this, right? And this is a common thing that I've heard now that they hadn't heard of it. Now, me and my doctor have a really good relationship. So I wasn't just being like a cheeky bitch As right now. <laughs> no, like in general, like it would not be strange for me to be like, no, doc, like, please listen to me, right? Anyways, so he ended up, he like sat in front of me and looked it up on the NHS. And then he kind of looked at me and he looked at it and he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you could definitely have this. So then I said to him, well, look, I've actually found a specialist who will do a diagnosis because I know no doctor, if they don't know about yeah, it, they yeah, wouldn't want to put there. Me, yeah. So I said, all I need from you really is a letter to say there's a possibility, suspected yeah. case of this. And that doctor as a specialist will confirm or yeah. not of the disease. Um, and he then, couldn't because he didn't even know about it 10 minutes ago. But you know what the most shocking thing is that I've discovered through this? So seven years of... I suppose, education for medical practitioners here in Ireland. They spend one hour, it's a one hour lecture on lymphedema and lipedema. And like, that's it in their whole medical training. Years. Like if they went to Starbucks, they missed that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I swear to God, like, and it just, like, it really bothered me when I realized it was no. Like, people, like, they're not educated on this, right? No. Like, that's crazy. We only had a conversation, didn't we, about doctors and GPs and how, like, disheartening it is for some people that when you go and you're really concerned, like, you were yeah. obviously knew that something yeah. was wrong. All you wanted to do was get to the bottom of it. And then to be like, no, you're just fat. No, you're yeah. just obese. Yeah. No, you're just... Like they, I know it's obviously frustrating for them. And we did say like, they can't know everything. So yeah. They can't know every condition, but they should have the like willingness to be like, right, well, no, she's and coming explore it with yeah. What, yeah, let's find out what it is. What yeah. is the problem? Because like, you know your own body and you yes. can be like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Like, please come and get to the bottom of it. But Don't I think just though, keep pushing me away. Like, so I'm going to keep coming back. There's certain things that I find like, Lipedema predominantly affects women, right? So it's one in ten women, believe it or not. Okay. So if there was that is huge. I know, right? So this is my whole point. So if you look at a disease like lipedema, we're talking one in ten is the research. And then you look at things like let's say endometriosis, which is a yeah, you know what that is, right? But my thing is is that these are diseases that predominantly affect women. Okay. So this is exactly why that there is a lack of education within professionals surrounding this because the research really has only began in the last few years because it's women's healthcare. Like, it's inadequate healthcare for women. If this was a man's disease, yeah? Like, it would be let, known everywhere. Yeah, yeah, because it would have been looked into further by now because, like, that's just how the world works, unfortunately. So does, are, does Do men not get this? So men can get it, but it's like the way men can get breast cancer, a very, oh, okay. very small, small percentage. Um, and like that, again, it would be missed and they would just be diagnosed as being obese. Um, but you can actually usually see it more on a woman anyway just because of how it presents shape, on the body yeah. and the way of the shape. Um, but yeah, I, I wholeheartedly, I will say it to the day that I can put it on my gravestone. I told Rebecca already, <laughs> write that on there. That's because it's a woman's disease. Yeah. No, 100%, I agree. 100%. And no, that's what our last girl was on as well. Like, mm. you know what I mean? And she got turned away so many times and ended up having Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. And I was saying about my granny as well, yeah. how she kept going back and they were like, you're just depressed. Gave her antidepressants. She had uh, lung cancer. That's shocking, isn't it? It's really bad. But anyway. That's how the conversation came up. Yeah. I was saying and then you've just said that as well. So you know thing. what I mean? It's like... No, but it is a whole rhetoric around like we, we say we believe women on equality mm, and yeah. we perform well on equality indexes. But realistically, in the general conversation and narrative, you don't believe women or you would quicker believe a man if they 100%. came with the complaint. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. That's why they call it man flu. You That's never hear about women's cops or women's anything, do you? <laughs> no, nothing. Right, so you get diagnosed. Yeah. You go and see a specialist, is that what you said? Yeah, online though. What? There's no specialist here. So you had just like a Zoom mean? Yeah, basically. So there's actually no specialist care for lipedema in Ireland. There is certain doctors who are vascular consultants, um, but not all vascular consultants are also aware of this disease. There is a woman called Mary Paula Colgan. Um, she does a lot. Say, say her name again. Mary Paula Colgan. Mary, oh, Mary Paula, Paula Colgan. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so she is she is one of the one of the only ones I suppose that would be quite versed on it. But she's she's a vascular consultant. It's still not her area of yeah. what's vascular? Um it's like it's all to do with like your lymphatic system, like oh, right. um I've heard of it before. I'm just I can't Is it like veins or something? That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. So the closest thing that you could get to being diagnosed was a vascular consultant. consultant and even at that they're like they won't put their name on it because they're so yeah yeah because yeah. they're not especially educated wow. yeah which is fair enough yeah. like um i suppose but I, I think it also just highlights the fact that to receive any sort of adequate health care i had to go abroad yeah um so where did you find the spain. your specialist oh. spain um so yeah again through social media saw all these girls that look like myself certain doctors kept coming up. So I kind of started to do my own research into these doctors. And there was one particular doctor that I just, one, was so impressed by his work um, because he would quite often post before and afters. Also, he just provided a lot of education. And I think there was something about the way in which he was conveying the information around this disease that I was kind of really drawn into. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I found him and I organized a consultation with him and you could do it online or you could go to Spain and I did this during COVID. So I did it online. 
and I've seen then on your Instagram and obviously looking at different bits and bobs is there different stages or categories yeah. is that right yeah so there's different stages of the disease so like stage one my sister has stage one so this is actually hereditary oh it is disease yeah yeah okay. yeah um so my sister would have stage one I had stage two heading into late stage three they're like the advanced stages um and it goes right up to stage four but there's different types as well within stages it's a bit complicated really um but yeah, like, as I said, it's a progressive disease. So regardless, you are going to keep progressing to the later stages. And it's funny, it was only after I got diagnosed and started undergoing things that like I'd have uncles who were quite older that'd be like, your nanny had that shape and we just thought she was a larger lady. Like, you know. No way. And then I'd see pictures of aunties or... And you could probably grandpa. see it in them. Yeah. yeah. And it obviously, they just, it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Or they, they didn't know. Um, and like, I know of people who have had advanced stages and needed knee replacements. Um, because you get so bottom heavy, you become, your mobility is yeah. affected. Yeah. And then there's also, and it's so sad, I see so many women who because of this miseducation and misinformation and people not knowing what this is, is they're all flying to Turkey and they're getting gastric <sighs> bands and gastric sleeves, which I heard one of your last guests speaking yeah. about. But if you have lipedema, that's not going to help you because you can't lose that fat in anyway, the regular yeah. way. It's not going to move anyway. So all these women are getting so, so skinny in their torso and their and face. And then their limbs stay really, really big and they've wasted all of this money. Like mental stuff. So I'm here to educate everybody on the disease. Yeah. You're Thank educating God. me. I feel like I'm in school here. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's open. Madness. Literally. So <clears throat> you talk about the stages, you get diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So what do they tell you? Like, is this something that you'll live with forever? Do you get rid of it? What are the... Yeah, so I suppose there's a number of different treatment options. Um, and it really, it depends on you as a person for one. And then number two, I suppose it depends on how advanced uh, your condition is. Um, and it's obviously individual to every person. So there's conservative treatment options, and that would be wearing compression. Um, but it's tailor-made compression. And it's very expensive. Okay. Compression. Like, what are we talking um, well, the made-to-measure ones are 400-ish euros um, because they're made for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is where if you did go down, which is the second type of treatment, which is the surgical line of treatment, you're going to need more than one pair of these leggings because your body is going to change all of the time. Oh, my God, of course, um, yeah. And on top of that, I suppose the annoying part is that kills me most is that insurance companies do not recognise the procedure, nor will the treatment abroad scheme, which is where if you can't receive a treatment in Ireland as part oh, of yeah. the EU, you can get... So that's not registered with it either? No. Because so yeah. Ireland doesn't even know what it is. Yeah. Basically. So they've only kind of really started within the last year, even putting up... And when I say it's like a tiny paragraph on the HSC page, I'm not, like, exaggerating or anything, so... If you do go down the surgical route, which is the best form of treatment, yeah, um, you have to f- pay for it yourself. So, like, that's shocking. So your options are: you wear special tailor-made leggings, yeah, forever, yeah. or you save up and go and get surgery. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and like it's not cheap, you know what I mean. No, and the thing is, not. about I mean, where it, do you get the compressions? So you can get them from there. Are people called lymphatic drainage massages. Oh yeah, so, I've heard of them. Yeah, so it's manual lymphatic drainage. Uh, most of those um, practitioners would be able to measure you up, and then they would order them for you. Okay. And then there's a number of specialized chemists, pharmacies across Dublin, um, that would also perform that. And I actually on my page have them listed there, so people know. Um, where to go and get them but like it's a very expensive process and I think the other part of it is is that um, you do still have the disease forever like surgery can't get rid of the disease so what so it removes the fat but yeah. can it come back is that what you're saying <clears throat> so basically I try to explain it right because like when I post like you guys know I post like little videos and TikToks and all, yeah. all the time and you know like people go it's gonna come back you just wasted all of your money right and I'm like all right love like didn't ask your opinion <laughs> but here we go so like sorry as if <laughs> she asked you yeah like as if they're educated in the disease I, I know isn't, like, I, yeah. Yeah. they just looked up Google and then went, like, it's gonna come back I know and then like there's people that are like it came back from me I'm like I'm so like you obviously didn't follow post-op care just saying yeah 
But yeah, so they are correct in saying that there is a chance that it will come back. However, the way I like to explain it best is that, say, for example, as I said, I am stage two going to stage three. What that doctor did during surgery was, yes, remove the fat, but you can't get rid of the disease. Like it's, it's yeah, within it's, your gene makeup yeah. or whatever. Um, so basically what he has done is put me back to stage zero or put me back to stage one. Okay. You can go back if you have surgical intervention and stop it progressing. Yes. But once you've progressed without surgery, you can't go can't backwards. Go back. So he's put me to stage zero, stage one now. And now it's my responsibility as the patient and I suppose a responsibility to yourself, though, yeah. at the end of the day, to love your body. But to follow the aftercare, which is a lifetime of eating well, trying to do anti-inflammatory diary, like di- um, diet, working out. And it is that. But the thing about it is, I suppose, is that I put a lot of work in girls. Like, I was two years before I decided to go for surgery because I had to get myself in a place mentally. Mentally, yeah. To make it a habit. Yeah, Because it was not going to be a quick fix. No. Do you know what I mean? So it was very much like I went to a dietitian, got that all in check, like... And then went and actually hired a PT because, like, I was shit at going to the gym. But I knew if I was going to invest this money in surgery, I would have to learn. You want to continue to like it, the yeah. Gym and yeah. whatever else. So it isn't a quick fix. It's not cure. Yeah. Um, but it is a really effective treatment because now I'm in a position to be able to better manage my disease. Whereas otherwise, I was only going to keep progressing. Yeah. Now he's given me back some sort of control and power. To be able to manage that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, you mentioned a dietitian there. Mm. And I just had a thought. When you were, like, say, in your teenage years or before you found out about this, how old are you now? I'm going 27. So when when were you diagnosed with this? 25. You were 25? Yeah. So you had, like, say, your late teens, early 20s. Did you get to a point then, like, with food... That you were like, well, fuck it, I can't lose weight, so yeah. I may as well just not go to the gym or eat whatever I want. Like, did it affect you that way? Yeah. So when I was a younger teenager, I actually got diagnosed with bulimia and purging. Okay. Um, so that means that basically, like, I never made myself sick, but I would eat and eat and eat and eat and eat, and then starve myself, and then eat and eat and eat, and it was like this vicious cycle. And it was because I put on weight from the contraceptive pill and another medication I was taking. But when we discovered the medication made me gain weight my doctor took me off it because he heard my concerns that I didn't want to be overweight but of course I couldn't lose that weight and we didn't know why so I stayed bigger and like so I ended up going into the cycle of binging and then starving binging starving and then eventually kind of fixed my I suppose relationship with food but I didn't really because I just found slimming world and that's a whole other yeah that's a whole other complication in itself um so yeah, it's funny because if the informa- if the education had been there and people had been able to correctly diagnose me, I think, to be honest, I would have spent a lot less time of my short life hating myself. Yeah. Because I, honest to God, like, and I suppose that's the other part of my, my next part of this journey is like, for healing like my inner child I know that sounds so cringy. It does, no, it doesn't But like I genuinely... Because that's what I'm... That, yeah. when, when you were talking there... I was thinking about that you like that little girl not little but like even teenager like imagining you as like my niece's age in school not being able to pull your socks up having this weight on your shoulders all the time feeling out of place your friends not understanding and nobody being able to help you and you not even understanding yeah and I think and like I was only chatting about this the other day because people are like oh what are you gonna do now you new skinny legs and I was like well I've never gone ice skating because I could never put the boot on my calf. And I've never gone roller skating. And I've never, I bought my first dress the other day. I'd never worn a dress. Like, because if I did, Uh, it was a maxi dress. And I wouldn't just be, yeah, but like, I wouldn't even get like my little ankles out. Like, I mean, floor length. Like, it just, it was such a, a big, big thing. And I suppose like, as it went on, things just got harder for me to do as well. Like, and when people say, well, what does lipidema feel like then? Because obviously it's not just an aesthetic thing. This is a, it's a disease, but it's a feeling disease. Um, and it has symptoms like, so do you ever go to the gym, right? And have them in ages and then the next day your legs are in bits. Yeah, you can't walk. That was every day. Yeah. So I think it was just like, I don't know. But look, you've like got great You said it's a feeling now. disease. 
Yeah, and that's definitely not the right right way to describe that. No, but like I know what you mean as in like... physical. Yeah, it's not just an... uh, Like a lot of people think it's just an aesthetic thing. Yeah, where that you can Um, actually like... Yeah, and I suppose that's the thing that if you did go down the surgical route of things, there's so many doctors because the procedure is actually liposuction. Okay. So there's so many doctors that are like, yeah, I'll do liposuction for you, but they're cosmetic surgeons. And yeah, yeah they'll probably offer you a boob job while you're there. Um, but it's a specific type actually of liposuction that you need to have it done. And the doctor that I went to, and this is not a plug because he doesn't pay me anything. I wish he did. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he will only operate on you if you have medical symptoms. And if this is for medical purposes only, okay. he doesn't do it for you if you just like, so if you did have the consultation and like, yeah, you can see it, but you have no si- symptoms. symptoms. He's not going to touch you because that's okay. not what his thing is. Mm. So he's obviously trying to get rid of the inflammation, the heaviness. Um, and yeah, so he does perform liposuction um, and he does it through water assisted liposuction. But he does it with the, I suppose, with the overall aim of not being actually how you look aesthetically, but that he eases your symptoms. Um, and you sign so many consent forms because like, yeah, you might get uneven legs because he only takes out as much as, as he can see as inflamed oh, fat and things like that. Um, How many liters I seen on your Instagram did they take out? No, it's actually insane. No, I know. My calves alone had 5.3 liters. Liters. Of fat. I was showing my boyfriend last night and he was like, sorry, what? Yeah. So that's and like, then, I'm imagining like a, you carrying a five liter bleach around your ankles. Yeah, like, yeah all the time. On both legs. But the way lipedema falls means that your feet and your hands don't get affected. So like I had like regular feet. But then suddenly they like... <laughs> I had no, regular but you, feet. Yeah, but you know, like if you're just obese, like yeah. you have fat feet, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. fat fingers, but you don't. So it's just like, a, it's called cuffing. So it was like suddenly my like legs just... Baby. Went, yeah. Like oh, a like little Mitchell man. That's why I was like, fine. No, so five and a half liters in five your and half, Yeah, and then on, just on the front of my thighs only. And then kind of to the side, but not the back, was 6.6 litres. 6.6 litres. So he said it was just under two stone. I was just carrying around for the crack, like. Like that. On your legs. On my legs. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe it. Wow. Yeah. And like that's, and like considering he's saying like, I still technically need a third surgery. um, And that would be because... (laughs) My big bum is lipidema, apparently. No. I said, what do you mean? You're not Hispanic? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were from Cuba. Yeah, me, fool. Yeah. <laughs> no, honest to God. He was like, so he, like, during, before the last surgery, so I had my first surgery was my calves, my lower legs. When did he, you get that? October. Okay. And he did go slightly above the knee to make it as natural as possible, right? Because I had a lot of lipidema around my knees. Um, and then the second surgery I went for in January because he was going to do it at Christmas. I'm like, I just didn't want to be. Yeah. Believe it or not, I didn't want to be in Spain in my Hispanic roots for Christmas. <laughs> I want to be back with my real family. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back over in January for the second surgery and I was so excited because he had said to me, yeah, we'll try to do everything in this one. So we'll do the front and the back. So I was like, okay, perfect. So, yeah. so he drew me up and all and then he like turned me around. This is so fun, right? <laughs> oh god I'm laughing I haven't even heard it yet I know because I'm afraid I'm going to snort I snore and I laugh too hard like, so he turns me around and he's like drawing up all the lines and whatever else and then he was like okay the buttocks right and I was like oh my god here we go my mom's sitting on the bed right? and he was like so how much do you want gone and I was like doc None. I know you're saying this is a disease not right <laughs> but I like it and he was like yes but does it give pain I was like no and he's like, are you lying? And I was like, probably, but I'm going <laughs> to tell you no. And then my mom was so funny. He was like, draw. And he was like, okay, I'll just take it. How much will I leave? And, all? and my mom was like, don't touch her bum. Her panel go mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Rebecca's on the phone like, don't you dare, Amy. <laughs> You're like, if you come back, that would pay a lot of money for theirs. <laughs> that, Mine is here. That was my point. Yeah. And he was like, but it's not going to look right if I give You're you. You're like, oh, it will look right. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's actually really trendy in my country. Thank you. <laughs> but he was like it's not going to like sit properly it'll look really dumpy and I was like doc that's okay with me yeah. like I've gotten this far and he was like you can go to the I was like so you were telling me you want to, to get rid of that and then send me back to the gym just to build one up again are you for real I'm sweating in there every day I'm not going to do more glute he's mad so anyways no I just said to him like take what you need 
but you need to leave a good bit, right? Because I just didn't want to. Yeah. No, and he said, yeah, fair enough. You're like, if there's one part that I love. Yeah, like, I've, it's been the only one that yeah. I've actually been. So I want to keep all right, but it. like. And now, honestly, yeah. do you get pains there? No, but. Okay. I do get lower back pain, which I just assumed. I don't know, it was lower back pain, right? <laughs> Regular lower back pain. And then he started pulling on my lower back and was like squidging. I was like, this is a lipidema fat. And I was like, oh my God, since when do I have a fat back? <laughs> I was traumatized. I got a fat back. I never knew that that could have even been there because obviously like it's a leg disease. So he's like drawing up saying he was going to get rid of it. And then of course I was heading down to surgery and I was like, oh my God, like this is great. And I suppose, yeah, there's always fears around surgery, but I woke up like, and I was like, ooh, alive. And then I realized. <laughs> Step one, alive. Yeah, ding, well, ding, ding, we have a winner. No, that's honest God, right? And my mom does always like me because when I'm down in surgery, they, they're they very, very good. They come up and they give her an update. And he kept saying, he said to mom, she said the same thing she said to me last time, but I don't understand. And my mom was like, what did she say to <laughs> Oh, God. You? And he was like, she just kept saying to take care, take care. And I was like, because when I was lying there, he's going to put the anesthesiologist is going to put stuff in. I was like, you better take care of me, right? Because <laughs> I was shit I wouldn't wake up. As if I'd know, like, do you know what I mean? So, As if I'd know. You better take care of me because if I don't wake up, I'm going to come back but to you. Honest, yeah, I was there like, you better take care of me right to hear me because I was sweating. And he's like, you're just going to drift off asleep. And I'm like, oh. But now I woke up and I was really disappointed when I woke up because he didn't do it all. He said, I couldn't go to the back. And I was like, why? Like, I paid you. Like, why? Yeah. And he said, no, like, you had so much in the front that the upper limits we can take in any one surgery is. Okay. Six liters, yeah, and he was like, "But I took six point six because you'd really good muscle definition built up in there." And I was like, "Oh my god!" You're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, Jim." No, exactly. I went to my PT and was like, "Thank you so much, bitch." Yeah, <laughs> love you. You're doing a great job. Yeah, because like I'd been with her for a while, like two years, and like if you looked at me, I actually looked like I hadn't changed because I was building muscle, but obviously. It's completely hidden. Yeah. So like then he was like, "Oh, I was able to take more because of that," and I was like, "Oh my god." Like it was just, it was great. So he does want to do another surgery, but I think I'm actually going to take a break. Yeah, from the surgery for the for year, now. like yeah, and yeah. just let everything, I suppose, settle. Yeah, because it wasn't long since you got what to say October yeah. to January. So you have to wait a minimum of seven weeks, and most women actually would kind of just keep doing them all. Yeah, of course. One, it's really expensive. Two, I've been struggling a little bit trying to adjust to this body that I see in the mirror yeah, of because course. it's not me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was always, like, real small waist and, like, huge arse and all. And, like, now it's not really like yeah. that. Like, it's just kind of more straight. And, like... Even your clothes and stuff, I'd say you have to look at, like, different things and yeah. just go shopping and all. Well, like, I had to get dresses. Like, oh. But, like, I didn't have to do that before. But I, I have been struggling a little bit with that because the body that I was seeing... And you do, you will automatically gain weight post-op because you can't move. Like you're not. Yeah, you can't exercise. So what's your, I was going to ask you that, what's the recovery? Like, so then you had to go to Spain to get your surgery. Yeah. So how long do you have to stay there? So you have to stay in Spain for 10 to 12 days after the operation um, because it's obviously on your legs and things and with flights and the risk is always blood clots. So you also will have to take um, heparin. So it's not a blood thinner, it's an anticoagulant just to try not let it um, clot. So you do have to stay for 10 to 12 days unless you're going home by car, which obviously knocks we're on an island. <laughs> but they can go home treat four days It after. was okay though, because she spent time with her Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> she caught up with her own. With my peach. <laughs> Hey guys. And the me. worst part is, I haven't a lick of Spanish. You should have seen Hola. <laughs> Hola. I kept saying, no hable espanol. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't touch me, arse, por favor. <laughs> no, but my mum kept laughing because I, kept, I just kept getting all confused, right? And I just kept saying, like, Oh, no hablé English, which means I don't speak English. And then they, like, okay, and they keep talking to me in Spanish. And I'm like, this one was just not listening to me. Like, but actually it's me. I'm the problem, it's me. <laughs> no, it was actually traumatic. Oh, I'm sweating. The language barrier, like I did yeah, French in school. <laughs> like, no. Well, if you had known, you had Hispanic groups. Yeah. You no, would have done Spanish. <laughs> Shack your mom anyway for not telling you. Come here, you said your sister's in stage one. Yeah. What what age is she? Twenty-five. So 
does she will she have to get surgery like what's her yeah so I think she yeah. is I think she is going to go down the route of surgery she's at stage one now so I think like she she knows like what what it takes not to, to have a progress but also my sister's a very body positive person like and she'd be very comfortable in her own skin okay um so but I think she's doing okay with it for the moment but I do know like in her plan um there is surgery yeah. for an option and my other sister definitely has it and as Dr. Collins I will tell you that <laughs> um, but she has a disability is she younger again yeah. yeah but she like her body was my body like she shaped like whereas okay. my other sister it would look different on her mm-hmm. uh, you wouldn't actually look at her and think lipedema um, bar like I would know certain characteristics and so would she now so she would recognise we'd never look at her and think but I but that's like when I met you I never when you, I seen you put this page really? up I was like that's obviously somebody else but it's the way that you dress your body oh yeah, yeah. this is the thing so and then no, it was, I was only really clever about that it was only time. when I when you came out and said that you had it that I was like wait hang on a second when I was out with her that time she was wearing trousers and I was out that time she had a shirt on to cover yeah. her bum and I and then it only made sense after I seen that you said that you had it because you were so good. Yeah, I learned to I learned how to dress like, for my shape. Yeah, but I suppose the other side of that, that's why when I was setting up that page, I was breaking it like because it's gonna have to be really vulnerable. Yeah. Why did you decide to set up the page? Because I suppose like I found out by other people yeah, sharing yeah. that information. You and, felt like there was no one in Ireland yeah. that was able to share the information. And also on top of that, like the girls that I saw that had it also didn't quite look like me, but I saw lots of illustrations that looked like me. So surely there had to be somebody else out there yeah. that had the same shape that I had. And yeah, now that I've posted things and been that bit more vulnerable in posting it or whatever, um, people, there is so many, and I mean from all over the world, it's incredible that they're messaging saying like, I, I can't believe this. You look like me. <laughs> I don't I mean like, to oh. laugh, but I'm imagining my... Sorry, no, I'm not No, it's actually not even funny. I'm having a lick of it. <laughs> and when Rebecca came over to see me during the first surgery, oh. right? Oh, you should have seen mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love Toward... Rebecca as well. Oh, towards the end of the recovery she was sweating for a drink right that's why she had to deal with me and the surgery right the post-surgery is a bit dramatic right I'll tell you about that in a minute because actually it's a bit rotten right so like I was already our relationship was on the rocks because I was like a woman on the edge for four days and Rebecca is so laid back like she's nearly horizontal Amy that's so dramatic Rebecca I just had major surgery shut up I'm like like I'm like my leg would be leaking fluid, like, and she'd be like, oh, my back is so sore. Like, you're dead. <laughs> like, shut up. But anyway, she had said to me, like, oh, will we go out for a drink? I can't drink. Like, <laughs> why did you put me in a wheelchair and bring me with yeah. you? No. Yeah. Is that what yeah. she said? No, we went in a wheelchair. <laughs> and I went to a drag show. And I'm not People kept talking to me in Spanish and I was in a wheelchair like this. Like, no, bless, <laughs> yeah. And like, I kept looking at Rebecca if they talked to me or whatever. Like, And my thing was, is like everywhere we went, I had, to, <laughs> I had to put my legs up on a chair because I had these pads because yeah. obviously I was leaking everywhere. No, so God. like I had to tie these puppy pads to me like, no, when no. I'm sitting in the gay bar. Drag queen, like slipping on the fluid or right. something while she's doing her back. And obviously all these flamboyant Spanish men were coming in and trying to talk because like my legs are in the way of everybody but I'm like giving them do you not torture at me like I'm in pain oh no wait hang on yeah wait wait was this in Spain (laughs) in the drag show (laughs) at the drag show I thought this was after you came home and I was like why was there loads of flamboyant Spanish people (laughs) it's their family she came back (laughs) and every time people would like say something to me like I, I'm really like believe it or not, right? I'm oh, actually a very off, social author. So, right? oh, yeah. so social author. Yeah. So such a quiet girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I've met her, and I'm like, I'm your mate. So if they were talking to me in Spanish, but I just do this thing where I just don't know how to say it, like, oh. So I just look at Rebecca and I go like this, oh. and then Rebecca, I'm like, what is he saying? And Rebecca's like, Hey, me, I don't speak Spanish either. <laughs> Should have seen me at taxis and all, all girls. I had a ball. Oh my oh, god! I am dead. No, like, I did. Dead. I actually had a ball. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like I'm speechless. <laughs> so she's leaking out the puppy pads where her legs have been a gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rebecca had fun. 
Sounds like, yeah, she yeah. got an earful the whole bloody night. No, I had to carry her home. I said, kill me. Now I'm on top of you on the wheel. <laughs> no, we went to McDonald's. I'll put you across the crossbar, fine. except there's no crossbar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't. She bought me McDonald's the even, it was fine. Oh, oh no. my God. Oh, that so you hilarious. stayed there for 12 days. Yeah. And then you come home. Yeah. So was Rebecca with you the whole time? No. <laughs> she just came for the drag show. When is the drag show on Thursday? So I was like, what? I'll be over on Thursday morning. <laughs> Flying home Friday morning. No, like, Christine, you know, Rebecca. Like, she actually no, wouldn't be able to deal with me like that for no. two weeks. Like, And obviously, like, that would affect any relationship, right? Because, yeah. like, yeah. and that fluid was stinky. Like, it just wouldn't, um, uh, even thinking about it, oh, right? No. But that was okay. That was just surgery once. And my mom and sister came with me for surgery one. Right. No, I was so grateful. Like, I actually couldn't have done it without them because, now, to be fair, I had prepped myself thinking it would be worse than it was. <laughs> no, I can't because when the sheets Because then I remember. So, so I genuinely was like, right, this is going to be horrible. And then it actually, I got up out of the bed and all and like, yeah. But, however, right? <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing because the people that follow me on this page know this story oh, because right. they brought it to me. So... Your leggings uh, during surgery are put back on you and then they cut a slit so you can go to the toilet because you can't take the leggings off for two weeks. <clears throat> right. like a pee hole. Yeah, yeah, but then, sorry, them mad Spanish nurses <laughs> tried to make me pee in the bed in the little... Uh, Bedpan? Yeah. In my sis. <laughs> I would not. Girls, I bought a shiwi. No. A shiwi, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm talking so about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hospital bag. Yeah, thing. got a shiwi with the little extender piece and all. And then in the bathroom of the hospital, there was a like a a male urinal bottle thing. Yeah. Right. So like, I was like, ring the bell, have to go to the toilet. She's like, you have to go here. I was like, she doesn't speak English. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. And she's like, pee, pee. I'm like, no, like you're not listening to me. I'm not going in this bed. Hey, she couldn't understand you. Yeah, I know. But, like, I'm really frustrated because yeah, my of thing was. She didn't want to do yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. because like, if it's your dignity, it, like. Yeah, well, one dignity, but also, like, if it goes on you, like, you're going to be left smelly for, like, two weeks. Oh, like, yeah, in those leggings, oh, yeah. So I was, no, like, no way, like, not for me. So eventually I was, I'm getting out of the bed, and she obviously doesn't understand me, and then me trying to get out of the bed. She's like, looking at me like, you just had your legs operated on, you're not getting out of any bed. So anyway, got out of the bed, of course. Got me a little bottle, <laughs> and me shiwi, and she you're looked right at now. me, yeah, in amazement. She was like, what is this girl doing? Because all I had to do was put the shiwi inside of the slit and like it stood on it. It yeah. was on its own, like. And I just held the bottle. You didn't bottom. even have to hold it. Swear to God. Sorry, you're like, just have to like have a willy. <laughs> That's exactly what I was like. I was like, fellas, get this really easy. Don't like go anywhere, son. You're like, I ain't never. <laughs> so she left the room and I was like, yeah, grand. Oh my God, she came back with all her friends. Like the whole, all the. No, what did it take a wee? They couldn't believe. And then there was one guy who spoke English. Do it again. Yeah. He was do like, it again. Where did you get Come this? Come on, give her some water make her do it again. no it was mental he was like what is this and I was like shiwi like and my mom is cracked up and he was like where'd you get this I was like Amazon I was like you need to buy this for the hospital yeah, yeah. because other women will need this now anyways that was grand but then on surgery too I obviously did the same thing and this woman I wish I could play a voice note right because this woman sent me a voice note and said Amy I'm in the hospital and I had gotten surgery the day before this girl said I'm in the hospital and all the nurses were talking about this crazy Irish girl who's the champion of being no. Was you. Yeah. No. They were telling her all about that I had this technique that I didn't need any help. That I was just and like it was just so like I've never won a medal for anything. I'm not <laughs> athletic, but I will but take bitches, the title. Get me a medal. No, I will take the title. Like I was so proud of oh, myself. Oh, she's Miss Shiwi. Sorry, sweet God. And <laughs> then, did the girl have it? Did she bring one up? Yeah. No, all these women stories? have brought them. Like, and actually, it's really nice because a lot of people have said, "Amy, like you've saved them like a lot so of much. Yeah, yeah. The dignity, and also it's not a sore because eventually, like when you do need to take down the leg and. Like, the bruising is shocking. So, like, if you're trying to get under compression, like, they're not loose. Yeah. So, but now I, yeah, I'll take the champion. Of, I couldn't believe it that she said that all the, and she was Spanish, so she obviously spoke Spanish. <laughs> so they were all, like, talking about this girl. And she was like, no, I do know her. And they were like, no, no, you don't know. She's like, no, trust me, I know this girl. She gave me a tutorial. So I actually put up a tutorial. You probably didn't see it. No, I didn't. Okay, there's, a of, there's a tutorial of me on that page showing you how to do the shiwi. No. Yeah, of course there is. Like actual, you're there in your compression. Well, yeah. I'm, but I'm not actually peeing. You're just Aww. showing us how to. <laughs> like obviously, <laughs> you're just showing us how you use it. it. Yeah. Get it in. Wow, I'm gonna love it. 
look at that. I didn't see that. I'm gonna look yeah, at that. and then the other thing, the other thing that I was doing was that I was getting so obviously like you're in these leggings for so long. Yeah. So I got bikini bottoms that tied at the side, <gasps> so I could take them off and then put fresh ones on. Oh my god! You are so clever. I know. Thank you. <laughs> That's like you no, Doctor Collins, I am How so did you impressed think of that. Well, the shiwi, somebody else had put up about the shiwi, but then, like, it still seemed to go everywhere. So that male bedpan, that was pure fluke. I found that and robbed that in the hospital. Like, I took that with me. Oh, okay. So, But I paid loads of money for the hospital room, so, like, yeah. I deserved to take that. But then I was like, oh, my God, they're all going missing because all the women's are robbing no. them. <laughs> <laughs> but look, we move. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, the bikini so bottom one is yeah. so clever. Yeah, to keep it fresh though. Yeah, yeah. Because you just have to tie and tie. Yeah, and then take <gasps> like and because when you get your MLDs every day, they do take off your compression. So like okay. during the first surgery, like what's oh, an MLD? The manual lymphatic drainage massage. Oh, okay, so you have to get them every day. Oh, very good. Are they? This gonna be really weird. Are they nice? Um, like you wouldn't like say, oh, I want a massage and go get one of them. Like, oh right, because I, I, I do them in our. I was gonna yeah, say I've yeah, actually I've seen, seen them before. everywhere yeah. and in yeah. regular beauticians and stuff as yeah. well. So I'm like, so they 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 it's little tiny skin movements now, and I mean like it's really light and it's just moving the skin, but it's opening up your lymphatic vessels to okay. let everything flow. Because that's what um, Kira said. She yeah, yeah. remember last week on the on the breast. Yeah. yeah, because it's it's to get rid of swelling. So they do have a, a lot of places will do it. Um. But it's a very, very light massage. Like Rebecca was watching your woman do mine. Rebecca's like, you fucking mind what to do. I can do that. You're like, that's why I brought you so you can watch her to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not like, a, like I'm not doing that then when you go home. I know yeah, what she's like, like. Yeah. 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 I'm not doing that, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just really light. Um, so like, no, you wouldn't go to do it to enjoy it. But yeah. it does seem to work. Like even, I suppose, after, after I've had them, like I do feel... Like everything's Relief moving a bit, yeah, 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 and it's all yeah. deflated. Do you still get them now? Yeah, but I get them. I definitely probably need to get them more often than I do. I only go once a month, but they're eighty quid a pop. Yeah, that's the thing in your. So I'd rather get me Botox than. Same. Yeah, yeah. but <clears throat> I've no Botox. You, yeah, you're all you natural. No. Oh my god. I'm thirty four in August. Are you? Some skin on you. Thanks. <laughs> She's so proud of me. I got lashed. My mom and dad are very young looking. And I was like, I'm going to get a fuck that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was 26 and I got it. Mm. I can, yeah, I'm like, you can just about move me. Well, eyebrows. I only got it done recently. <laughs> I got mine done about a month ago. Have you seen yours? Yeah, mine is kind of... Nobody can see what we're doing, but we're just basically wiggling our eyebrows. Our eyebrows. About. Yeah, with the doctor, I went in and I was like, obviously there for Botox. And she was like, what age are you? And I was like... 20, I was thinking it was 25, 26. She's like, no, you have a teenage face. And I was like, no, I swear. And then she has to see me passport. No. I swear to God. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, I want to keep your bloody teenage That's face. So yeah. stick that yeah, in my head, will really? Like, I, I actually want to keep it. <laughs> and every time I see her now, she's just like, oh, there she is. I'm like, thank you, Doc. I'm so young. Look at that, Doc. Thank you, Doc. <laughs> They'd be asking Rebecca now, how old is she? Is she not a bit young for you now, Rebecca? <laughs> no, Rebecca's really young looking. No, she is. She's so no, young looking. My partner's really young looking. And yeah, like the two of us get ID'd all the time. I think that we're age group are like young looking. Yeah. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Like well, we aged very well. Yeah, we've kept. Uh, well, you're still a baby, actually. So yeah. You're not in our age group. Is is Rebecca older than you? Rebecca is thirty, yeah. like next week. Is she? Yeah. Oh my god, I thought she was younger than much younger than. Oh yeah, sure, I'm thirty-one this year. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Oops, I forgot. Um, right. So we've done surgeries. Mm-hmm. We've done two now. So what's the plan like for the foreseeable? What do you have to do now? You were talking about post-op care yeah. and stuff like that. What does that entail? So the post-op care entails regular manual lymphatic drainage massages. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody is interested, you can go on to mldireland.com. There's actually a list of people who are qualified, not just like in a regular masseuse place. These are people who've done it for specifically lipedema and lymphedema. Um, so you can get them there. And yeah, you have to get them done. And then they would say about there's lots of skincare involved um, with things called like Linovera oil um, and different creams. And it's just about skin elasticity because obviously like yeah. it's fallen skin, like, do you know, that way. Um, and then, yeah, diet and exercise, like it's a big one. Like realistically, I've made peace with the fact that I will probably calorie count for the rest of my life. Um, I don't mind. I'm a control freak. It kind of suits me. Okay, cool. But... For, that wouldn't be for everybody. No, not for everybody. Um, do you still like 
like enjoy like have days where you're like I'm just gonna eat a little bit oh my god all the time yeah okay. like, <laughs> I, now I love food yeah, I love no food. I'm giggling thinking about it because like I'm there like yes I eat a calorie deficit <laughs> but that's actually not true like I try <laughs> no I do try yeah no I no, no I actively yeah of course but now I I do like food cheat days as well like yeah <laughs> multiple <Cheat weeks. laughs> in the week <laughs> no I do I do really yeah. try um, and yeah they're the kind of th- but I suppose for me personally because everybody's thing is completely personal as I said mine now is actually really trying to work on that sort of mental side of the disease yeah um because yeah it's like it's all brand new. you've got a brand new body like yeah yeah so I need to get to recognize the body I need to you know love it yeah yeah and heal that little inner part and I suppose as I said earlier when there's weight gain post-op and that's completely normal because you have to have a higher calorie um diet to recover properly yeah. you're not exercising so yeah I gain weight in my stomach but also in a small, small number of patients who undergo um, the type of surgery that I did, you can develop the lipedema elsewhere on your body. Um, so I am, um, unfortunately, my upper arms always had it, um, but only a small bit. Now they've actually quite ballooned really big okay. and it's also moved to my lower arms as well. Um, so to be honest, I think it'll be saving up more money and I'm going to do the arm one. I'd actually do the arm one quicker than I do the, the back one. I don't need that. Because she likes that food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are we talking money-wise? Okay, money-wise. Mm. Uh, if a, you don't mind. No, okay. I. my whole thing about is transparency, which is why obviously like I did a tutorial on Shiwi and everything <laughs> yeah. else. No, I do think that it's really important that people know exactly what everything in this entails. Yeah. Like, what is it on TikTok? Hot girls don't gatekeep. Yeah. So... Yeah, and I there's no I I hate that about certain things when you feel like it's like a secret. Like yeah. I, I obviously talking about money is personal, especially because you're one person talking about it and not a professional or like a surgeon declaring how much something's going to cost. That's why I asked. But you do somebody sometimes when even all of us when you walk into a shop or something and you want to go and get something done, all you want to know is how much it costs. Yeah, you don't want to know how long it's going to take or yeah. who's going to be doing it. Just tell or me how, how much it costs. Yeah, so that's why I asked. Yeah, but. so. And obviously these prices are at the time of this recording. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the surgery itself, one surgery is 5,575 euros. Doesn't seem too bad. But then you also have to factor in everything that needs to come with that. So all of the... Your flights. Flights, accommodation, accommodation like a food budget, taxis. Yeah. Um, Compression. Compression, which is, and not only compression, but the they're called... I'm going to say this wrong, donning or doning aids to actually get the compression on because you can't just put them on, like you have to put a thing on and because they're so tight. Yeah. Um, all the medications, like the heparin alone cost me 450 euros just for that. And that's oh, like, hell. remember, this is, this is cheap for medication because yeah. this is Spain, it's cheaper. And then you have all your MLDs here. Um, and then of course, all the bits and pieces that come along with it. So like your shiwi, all of your skincare yeah. is not available here. So probably let's say 10 grand. Yeah, so my, my first surgery was 8,500 and something. My second surgery, even though I bought all those bits and pieces, yeah. certain things increased, like the price of your medication and stuff. Of course. Um, so yeah, that was also 8,000 something. So I am like 17 and a half grand in debt, technically. But I don't see it like that because I like to think of it as an investment in my health. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your health is your wealth though. Yeah. And like I just, the idea of needing mobility aids or my knees. Yeah. So that's what I was going to so say. Young. If you don't get surgery. Yeah. Long term, you just it'll let, probably cost you more. Yeah. Yeah. You like, should have heard me to insurance just get companies. Worse? Like, yeah, it does. It's progressive. It's going to like, it, it will. There's no question about that. It's not like it can just stop. It will progress. And I think that was always my point <clears throat> when fighting with insurance companies and appealing things is that like my point was is I'm giving you a cost effective solution right now because either way I'm going to come back to you now when I'm in my 40s yeah. or my 50s and tell you that you need to pay for me to get my knees done or my hip done or you, do you know what I mean yeah so I'm there I'm ke- telling you I'm benefiting you basically yeah and no they're having absolutely none of it now I do know of I think two two or three women who have been successful in getting it covered on medical and health insurance private health insurance but that is with years of battling for yeah and with like lots of private doctors letters stating that certain disease is a, a repercussion of that disease mm. um but no they're not willing to fork out on it at all like my one was rejected the application on the basis that my surgeon only had a record of 
12 years. So of somebody keeping the weight off for 12 years, keeping the lipidema away, and they said you need a minimum of 15. Oh, for God's But, like, they'll find a loophole in anything. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, it's absolute... And, like, my point is, I can't get the surgery here. You're not listening. Yeah. Like, they're not doing it in Ireland. So what do I do? And what is, what is the HSE? Like, have you appealed to the HSE? Yeah, so I applied for the treatment abroad scheme, yeah. which if anybody doesn't know, you can apply for the scheme if a treatment is not available in your home country and they will cover partially, if not all of the cost of the procedure in a foreign EU country. Um, and yeah, they kind of came back with the same thing, that there's not enough evidence to say that this is a worthwhile investment, basically, okay. um, because of the amount of years. But as I said at the start, because it's predominantly a disease that affects women, the research history is not there because it's only now people are starting to really take an interest. Yeah, because women just get up and get on with it and yes. never realise that it was actually a problem. Yeah. That is crazy. So I just keep going around telling everybody about it in the hopes that at least if I can add it to the public conversation yeah. that it's at least, you know. Has many Irish women on your page come to you about it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and when I see like a ridiculous amount, like I do laugh when I post on that page. I'm like, I'm so sorry, guys. So I get to my DMs and I'm like, who do I think I am saying that? <laughs> but I genuinely do have like 60 something DMs that I'm like, I'm working a full-time job and trying to get yeah. through them. But it's really nice for me to see particularly Irish women yeah. um, in my DMs because they found somebody to resonate with. And these, Absolutely. we talk about like, you know, representation in media and social media. And these women and girls hadn't seen, and then they obviously saw mine. And just January, just gone, the doctor in Spain was calling it the month of the Irish because I think 16 Irish <clears throat> women went over Stop. and had... consultations. No, had the surgery. Oh, had the surgery. Yeah, had the surgery because they had found wow. they had had it and whatever. So like, that's wow. huge. That's amazing. Yeah, like that you've spread that awareness. You know what I mean? Like you had to see it on an English influencer, mm. and now we have you who's able to spread that. Oh no, better woman to go around to everybody. Burn the it's ears off awkward. every person. It's socially awkward. No, like this is actually ridiculous because like no problem. I like tattoos, but like. Ask Rebecca, like, I sit in a room with loads of people and I just go silent. I don't know what it is. It's like a weird tick. That's like me when you were coming upstairs. I was like, pacing like, up the I room. I couldn't hear you. You were I like, know, and I was do like, I sit down? Do I stand yeah. up? And I was like, what's she being weird I'm like, for? I get really weird when I'm meeting new people. <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah, Amy's new mate now. Yeah, I came in out of breath. Now. Now. Yeah. Downstairs. Well, I get like really awkward yeah, like that yeah. as well. But then everyone will be like, no, you're not. You're not like that. And I'm like, I was pacing before. <laughs> and I was like, will I stand? Will I? Oh, I do. <laughs> Act natural. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind, but this is like your domain. I know, but I'm an awkward fish. I was licking that wall before you came in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <nice>, Shane. <laughs> and Shane was just sat there looking at her like, like yeah. Oh, there she is now. <laughs> the usual. Will you do that other wall? <laughs> the paint's coming off on that one. Oh no, glass never. <laughs> Private but Rebecca time. was like glass and heaven when we were in Spain every time I tried to speak the lingo. <laughs> oh, here we go, glass and heaven. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and making lipidemia. Lipidema. Yeah. Lipidema. Yeah. Um, like talk about it. Yeah. Because like that, that's what we need to do now is to raise awareness and talk about it and hopefully more Irish women will be able to come to you and talk like now that they see someone mm -hmm. in Ireland who has it and they can reach out to you and, and even those girls that are going through school yeah and stuff that are like you were mm -hmm. and girls at that age are insecure anyway yeah and just like you searching on Instagram or on Google trying to find girls that look like you yeah. that they'll have someone to be like oh my god that girl is yeah. gorgeous and she looks like me and she knew what it was. You're going to help so, so many people. Representation. 100%. It's really, really important. And what a woman to have behind the no, brand. No, better woman. Yeah. Sorry, I know. Like, guys. <laughs> but I was like thinking, I'm going to have to change my big legs and me to my skinny legs and me. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. One day. You're going to have to. Yeah. Have a think about that now. I'm going to buy my first bikini for my holiday this year. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Yeah. And I'm going to take a picture in it and I'm going to post it. Yeah. My Hispanic life and me. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I'm going to Benidorm. <laughs> I'm just going over to see your auntie. Yeah. 
long last family. <laughs> the no. only type of Spanish woman I'm like is someone from Benidorm. And your wheel, and your little yeah, mobility scooter. She wouldn't let me get one last year. Oh, I got one when I was there before. They're great, crack. No, I have to. Like, I'm sorry. My thing was sorry. I'll have a word where hey, my legs swell in the heat. I need to get from bar to bar. She wouldn't let me. She was like, just no, sweat. Fair. I was like, I can't just have. sweat. Yeah, the like, chains would be sorry, different. Eyes, well, yeah. bits. Oh no. my god, Henny's actually have a um chafing short stick thing oh a stick year. yeah I seen it the other day because deodorant works I yeah. need it because I've got bigger thighs it's too like that, but deodorant it works if you spray deodorant in the, in the, in the, in the it? inside of your thighs yeah no I'll have to try it and I got the little plastic so I never things had a thing. from, oh, yeah. yeah it's only new that I've been able to I got to... them off Sheen last week I put in an order and they have like these they're kind of like patches yeah and it's kind of like a little plaster but you just put it on and it's see through okay yeah so it's just like kind of like a little thin thing so that it doesn't make you chafe no, you're not going to need that anymore because you have skinny legs now, but... I know, but they still rub a <laughs> Yeah, so that and ice skating, I'm going to do it. Yeah, do I'm it. I'm roller skating. Bikini, ice skating. Oh, I just, see, I... Do you I'm live not... in Dublin? Yeah. yeah. There's... Um, my cousin has like goes to a roller skating club. Rink in... Is it in Kyle? No, they just like meet in Dublin and like go roller skating. Oh, Caitlin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Course, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, fair play. It's where I know. Yeah. And she, know. Only, she only learned there, like, as well. Yeah. And the little while ago, her friend got her into it. And Tasha was like, look at Caitlin. I'm like, like oh, Jesus, yeah. And they all meet up and they're like, oh, no, I love that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's lovely. Now I die. Glass <laughs> <laughs> And on that, ladies and gentlemen... Thank you so much, Amy. Yeah, thank you very we much. We had the thank best you, crack. That was so fun. I know we were talking about a serious one. subject. I know. Bloody no, hell, that was like, funny. I hope I, hope I got everything across <laughs> well because I just laughed the whole thing. Well, come on, tell us what's your Instagram handle? <laughs> oh, my big legs and me. Brilliant. Amy, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the T's and C's podcast. We'll be uploading posts and stories about upcoming episodes and guests. And you can also email us on the T's and C's pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow, rate and hit the bell for future episodes on Spotify. Bye. Bye.